This is Rama for Today. And I said to my grandmother, Granny, I'm dying. And this is the third time, the third time charm. I won't be back this time. And then I felt my heart again stop beating within my bosom. And I leaped out of my body like a man would leap off of a diving board into a swimming pool. And I began to descend down, down, down until darkness encompassed me around about. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagen on his testimony, I Went to Hell, on Rama for Today Radio. We're speaking on the subject, I Went to Hell. This is my own personal testimony. Notice what Jesus said in the 16th chapter of Luke's Gospel, beginning to read with the 19th verse, Jesus said, Now there was a certain rich man, and he was clothed in purple and fine linen, faring sumptuously every day. And a certain beggar named Lazarus was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table. Yea, even the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died, and that he was carried away by the angels into Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water, and cool my tongue, for I am tormented, or in anguish in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receiveth thou good things, and Lazarus in like manner evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented, or in anguish. And besides all this, between us and you there is a great guff fixed, that they who would pass from hence to you may not be able, and that none may cross over from thence to us. And he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house, for I have five brethren that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. But Abraham saith, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, uh, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one go to them, from the dead they will repent. And he said unto them, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither Will they be persuaded if one rise from the dead? Now, as I've said to you, this is not a parable. It is not placed among the parables. Jesus said, a certain man, a certain rich man. Now, he's quoting history. And he gives a description of hell and of torment. Now, the word for hell in the Hebrew is Sheol, S-H-E-O-L. Now, there are many synonyms as Rephim, the shades, the pit, the lowest deeps, but the word Sheol occurs 76 times in the Old Testament. The Greek word of the New Testament is Hades. Now, there are several synonyms used in Greek meaning the same place. The Hebrew word means mansions of the dead, the invisible abode and place of punishment, the lowest place or state, 
or, as another puts it, the prison of the incorrigible, the place of restraint. Now, the reason for hell is this, that man is eternal. Angels are eternal. When men and angels become criminals, they become eternal criminals. Since man is an eternal criminal, there must be a place for eternal restraint. Man is a spirit, and there must be a spirit home for man. Since man is a criminal and traitor, a jail is imperative. And after judgment, the federal prison, so to speak, is a necessity. Hell was not made for man. It was prepared for the devil and his angels. Heaven and earth were the places prepared for man. God has been compelled through man's sin to build, in spite of love, a place of confinement for eternity's criminals. God intended originally that man should live on the earth eternally. It was made for this purpose. And man was made with an eternal body. But when he sinned and became mortal, hell had to be fitted for his confinement. God did not intend originally to ever separate man from his body. So heaven can never be considered man's final home. Man's final home must be a place where he can dwell in a physical body eternally, either in confinement or blissful liberty. Now there are some teachers who have industriously told us with pen and voice that hell and the grave were synonymous terms. Now the reason for this error, for error it is, is that the King James Version erroneously translates the word Sheol 35 times as grave. When they translated it, there was not the knowledge of the Hebrew language that we have gained in the last century. We know that there are many errors in this translation that have made it imperative that a new translation be given to the world. And so we have several new translations. I look upon the Amplified as one of the very best. Now the use of a word in either the Hebrew, the Greek, or in our English determines its meaning. It will be interesting to notice how the word Sheol is used in its 26 or 76 places in the Old Testament. We wish to compare it with the word Quiber, which means grave or sepulchre. And by the comparison, it will be very easy to determine whether the two words can be used interchangeably or not. The word Sheol is never used in the plural. The word Quiber is used in the plural 29 times. The word Sheol is never located on the surface of the earth. Queber is located on the face of the earth 32 times. Bodies are never put into Sheol by man, but bodies are put into Queber 37 times. No individual has a Sheol of his own, but an individual's have Quebers 44 times. Now, man never digs a Sheol. Man digs a Queber six times. Man never touches Sheol, but it speaks of man touching Queber five times. Now, by, by this we see that the word Sheol is never used interchangeable, nor in the sense of grave where the human body is placed by man. It is never used uh, synonymously with the word that we translate grave or sepulchre, and by its use it's very clear that Sheol and Quibar are not the same and that Sheol cannot be translated grave. The translators of our American revision saw this, and instead of translating the word at all, they simply put it in the English untranslated. The one who tells you that the grave and hell are synonymously used is either ignorant of the use of the words and their meaning in the scripture, or else he's dishonest. Now, we would prefer to feel that he is ignorant. 
A vivid picture of hell is given in the 14th chapter of Isaiah where it describes the death of Nebuchadnezzar, the great emperor of Babylon and his descent into hell. It said, hell, Sheol, or hell from beneath is moved to meet thee at thy coming. It stirreth up the dead for thee. When I went down, as I said to you yesterday, into that place, that creature met me. And so I made mention of the fact that that the third time I said to my grandmother, Granny, I'm dying. And this is the third time, the third time's charm. I won't be back this time. And then I felt my heart again stop beating within my bosom. And I leaped out of my body like a man would leap off of a diving board into a swimming pool. And I began to descend down, down, down until darkness encompassed me around about. And when I began to descend this third time, my spirit cried out, God, I belong to the church. I've been baptized in water. I listened for him to answer me, but there was no answer. Only my own voice as it echoed in the blackness and came back to mock me. And the second time I cried out, God, God, I've been baptized in water. I belong to the church. I was trying to tell him I shouldn't be going this way. I shouldn't be going to hell, but there's no answer. The third time I literally screamed, God, God, I belong to the church. I've been baptized in water, but there's no answer. You know, men and women, boys and girls, young men, young women, it takes more than belonging to the church. It takes more than being baptized in water to miss hell and make heaven. Jesus said, you must be born again. Yes, I believe in being baptized in water after you've been born again. I believe that we ought to join the church and band together to work for God. But if you just joined the church, been baptized in water and have been born again, you'll go to hell. You will go to hell. I say it with tears, you will go to hell. And the third time, I went down into that place. But I remember when I came out of that pit the third time, I began to pray. My spirit began to pray. And I asked God to forgive me. I began to call upon God that he would have mercy upon me, a sinner that he would forgive me of my sins and that he would cleanse me. I accepted him as my Savior. I confessed him as my Lord. And it was just like a heavy burden rolled off of my chest. I felt so wonderful in my spirit and in my soul. And I looked at Grandpa's old, man, old clock on the mantelpiece. It said 20 minutes till 8 o'clock. I was born again at 20 minutes till 8 o'clock. On the 22nd day of April, 1933, this was a Saturday night, in the city of McKinney, Texas, at 405 North College Street. And thank God I've been saved ever since then. Well, you don't have to go there. Now, you're going to leave here one of these days, whether you want to or not. You're going to have to leave here, whether you want to or not. Now, I want to ask you a question. Where are you going? Remember that the Bible said today is the day of salvation. The Bible said now is the accepted time. The Bible tells us that today man can be saved. For the door of salvation is open. 
Romans 10, 13 said, For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I called on him that night and he saved me. You call on him now and he'll save you. Well, I see by my watch that my time has slipped away from me. I want to give a little bit more detail. I've just touched on it lightly today. But uh, uh, at least this week before we conclude this particular series, I want to give in a little bit more detail about this third time when I went down into this place in the Bible that's called hell. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life, so visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's very special offer. First in this offer is the book by Kenneth Hagan entitled Built to Last. Also the book from Reverend Lynette Hagan, Along the Way, and the CD, The Love Walk by Kenneth E. Hagan. All this for the special price of $19.95. Don't delay. Call today toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Don't forget, we have Rainbow Bible Church, Oklahoma City, 8921 Northwest Expressway. We meet on Sunday night at 6 p.m. And so if you're in the area, come and join us. Experience Sunday morning on Sunday, Sunday night. night. That's right. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on I Went to Hell. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for other life-changing resources. Thanks for listening. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.